Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hello, hello. Hello, my friend. How are you? Oh, just fabulous. And you? I am just super. super. And I don't and I don't mean that sarcastically. I really am. Oh, that's even better. I know, right? <laughs> I know, even with this lovely weather we've been having lately. Uh, but, it's all over the place. So I don't know if you heard this. Uh, wait, what school district are you guys in? Conroe. Connor. Okay. Yeah, that's right. We've talked about this before. So um, the governor had made an announcement the other day that kids will be returning to schools in person in yes. August. Yes. So that made me very happy. Right. <laughs> I'm all for it. So like that, I was like, woo, woo. Even with the, with the rise in cases that they've been catching, I mm-hmm. feel like they just are at the point where they know that this is not going away. Like there's no way to just write it off to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Like, and restrict, I feel like the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the isolation mm-hmm. is almost more harmful than the actual illness. You know? I mentally for sure. Yes. Um, yes. I, I personally know three people close to me that have had it and it's no joke however right they recovered at home and like they're good you know but i've and and so there's no denying the validity and the severity of it for sure oh Um, yeah i i just feel like and maybe i would feel differently if i were a special population but Mm -hmm. i i feel like the mental health um the detriment to our mental health is, is going to be so much greater than they could have imagined. Well, and I feel like those who are more um, uh, with, at risk should definitely be isolating. For sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like they sh- probably should have been doing that during flu season as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, they should be quarantining. But and of course, we, we still don't know how completely how this thing ticks. Mm hmm. But, you know, you, I don't know, in my mind, and I should probably knock on wood for saying this, like, if it's your time to go, it's your time to go. Like, you mm-hmm. could do all the right things. Right. But, like, you could walk outside and get hit by a car tomorrow. Right. You know, that you could practice, you know, all the safety rules, be super cautious. You could walk around in a bubble. But at the end of the day, it's your time. It's your time. Mm-hmm. So, um. It's just, how are you going to live that life mm-hmm. while, you're, while you're living it? Is, are mm-hmm. you going to be miserable or are you going to enjoy it? And I hope people don't take this the wrong way, what I'm saying. Like, I'm not taking for granted the illness or who it's affected. I'm just saying for some people, just the the mental role that it's played mm-hmm. on or the toll it's taken on people has far outweighed at times, the idea of catching those, not the actual, like, people getting it, but the idea mm-hmm. of catching mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So. I, I agree. And my heart breaks for 
the people who have lost loved ones. Oh, or mine does too. My, I kind of go back and forth because I don't like throwing all my family business out there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, your secret's safe with us. <laughs> there, there is a family member that is very ill and she is in um, like an assisted living slash mm-hmm. maybe verging on hospice. And mm-hmm. she is not allowed any visitors. They can see her through the window. And that's it. And it's incredibly hard and it's incredibly awful to Mm -hmm. let these people, not that doctors and nurses aren't doing a wonderful job, but that is not the same as having your family there to hold your hand and pray with you and love on you and, you know, share old stories or comfort you they're just left by themselves and then the families get no closure. And to me, that is just, I'm not going to say the F word. It's cruel. Yeah. Well, it's but the cruel. thing is if they're already on the verge of hospice, what like, does it matter? Exactly. What, like, what does it matter? Let them what does it matter? die in the arms of their loved ones. Yeah. Instead what? of alone. Yeah. And you're going to see them. And you see this a lot with, elderly people being put in nursing homes mm-hmm. th- there's a rapid decline mm-hmm. because they're isolated and they yep. don't have their family or, you know around as much yep. or they're just feel cut off from the world so yep. you, and now I mean, you're and, just gonna make it worse because of something that you may or may not yeah and you know you see the same thing on hospice too a lot of the times unless they're you know well hospice is basically the end of life anyways right you know you get put on that to die to, to die, die. Comfortably. yeah right um but you know when you do it you see it a lot in cancer patients as well like some of them will get sick going to the hospital we had a family member die a couple of years ago from cancer and mm-hmm. she, you know she was in the hospital and they were going to release her and then she started having issues and there was no way they were going to let her go home because Mm -hmm. they just couldn't where she was at. And you could tell she just gave up. And then within a couple days she was gone. Mm. So it's just, I don't know. How did we get on this topic? This is, I don't know, but it's, it's sad. Um, I know if it weren't, if it weren't for business purposes, Mm -hmm. I would deactivate my social media. Oh, I know. Right. Yep. yeah, I mean, just the stuff that pops up. Oh my gosh, I can't. So I, I told you about TikTok and my little obsession with it. Um, but recently, like they've had. Now I've never laughed so hard in my entire life. Some of those videos, and some mm-hmm. of them were just like fun and and motivate. I kind of got away. It was my little getaway from social media, even though it is social media, mm-hmm. because it wasn't so like drama filled, political. But there are clips where people are like cancer survivors or people going through cancer or, you know, have lost a loved one or something like that. And they're sharing them on these clips. And I, I like some of these, I just like, I sobbing, like just like these 30 second, one minute clips of people telling their stories, their, either their survivor stories or their struggles. Mm. And my heart just. I mean, it's a good kind of, it's not like a lot of the crap you'll see on some of social media where mm-hmm. it's just, you know, people attacking people. 
like these are people looking for support. They're just looking for others like them or they just their way of sharing is closure, you know, whatever it is. But mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it just tugs at your heart in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because a lot of these things you don't think about unless you go through it yourself or you know somebody that's going through it. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you just don't think about it. But anyway, so. Woosah. <laughs> um, <sighs> I know, right? So I'm like getting like teary eyed thinking about some of them. And yeah. Okay. But that's not what this podcast episode is about. So no. we'll, <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about carb phobia. And it is a thing. I don't care who says it's not. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. And why it's making us fat. Um, and I know that sounds crazy. Like people are afraid of carbs and it's making us fat. But it, it's so true when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so carb consumption is one of the most debated topics in nutritional science. I mean, I, it's been talked about for years on how, whether carbs are good or bad and, and how much you should eat of them and which ones to avoid and all these, you know, all of these topics. Um, now carbs in more recent years have been accused of things like weight gain heart disease and other illnesses like cancer, for example, Uh, just as fat was, you know, years ago, probably Mm -hmm. I would say when, when was that fat craze? Like when they were like, Oh, stay away from fat. It's bad for you. Was it like maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago, something like that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's amazing to see how we went from, Oh, fat is bad to no now eat lots of fat but carbs are bad right you know so um now it's true that junk foods you know they tend to be high in carbs and um low carb diets can be really beneficial especially for weight loss or certain illnesses like diabetes but not all carb sources are created equal and it's important that you recognize that Mm-hmm. It's refined carbs that can be extremely harmful in high amounts, but whole food sources like um, your plant-based, um, you know, vegetables, fruit, legumes, whole grains, those can actually be very enriching and should not be avoided. And now, of course, everybody's going to be different. You know, I can't say, oh, you should be eating this many carbs and this is what it should look like because everybody's going to be different. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, many of the world's healthiest foods are extremely high in carbs. Mm-hmm. Like the healthy, like if you think of all, you know, when you see advertisements, all the foods they're promoting, oh, This will, you know, preserve your life. This is high in antioxidants. What's typically high in antioxidants? Well, you've got your berries. You've got your foods that are high in fiber. um, Your your green leafy vegetables. Those are all carbs. Mm -hmm. So if this is what's considered, um, you know, the, what's, how do they, what is the other word they use for antioxidants? 
it's like um superfood yes thank you superfood so if it's considered a superfood and it's a carb it probably is something that you should be eating mm-hmm. i don't know i'm just putting that out there i mean, I mean it makes yeah. sense makes sense to me so but carbs don't cause weight gain unless you have excessive calories can you say that again for the people in the back <laughs> Carbs don't cause weight gain unless you have an excessive amount of calories. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, I just wanted to make sure I understood that. <laughs> the quality of the carbs that you're getting is what makes the difference. Mm-hmm. So you want to try to get, again, those, those green leafy vegetables. You, you want all the colors of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. Um, those fruits, the whole grains. Uh, legumes, you want to try to avoid the refined carbs because those are the ones, yes, those are carbs, but when they're refined, all the nutrients are stripped from them. Mm -hmm. So like if there's any fiber in it or any um, vitamins, that's all stripped from it and you're just left with the sugar. Mm Mm-hmm. Which sounds delicious, but right. it does absolutely nothing for you mm-hmm. health-wise. So, you know, that's something that we need to start to train our brains to understand. Because I think it's been impounded in our brains for so long. Carbs are bad. Carbs are bad. Carbs mm-hmm. are bad. Don't eat that. That's a carb. That's bad for you. That's going to make you gain weight. Mm-hmm. Carbs not all carbs are bad. And I wouldn't even say all, you know, carbs are bad. There are, there are some that are better choices. Mm-hmm. Um, or I should say they shouldn't all be avoided. Like we've talked about in past podcasts, there is nothing that you should 100% completely avoid. Well, except for like maybe cauliflower, just because it tastes <laughs> gross. I'm sure. <laughs> but there, you know, even those refined carbs, those refined sugars, those are necessary at times just for fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, like we're satisfying something, some craving that we're having, something in our brain that's firing off that's saying, oh, I really want that. Well, you don't want to deprive yourself of having that 24-7 because one day you're going to get it, whether it's on purpose or by mistake. And then your body's going to be like, or your brain is going to be like, whoa, what is that? And how do I get that every day of my life for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. Agreed. So it's really important to think about that. Now, if you go back, you know, thousands of millions of years ago, um, our ancestors Eight carbs. Actually, their diets were extremely rich in carb, like foods. Mm-hmm. They had lots. I mean, you have to think about what they had access to. Right. They were hunters and gatherers. Mm-hmm. So gatherers, you know, they had the nuts, the berries, the grains, the legumes, the veggies. Um, and then, of course, they had the meat. But the majority of them from the plants because it was something that was more accessible and easier to get. I mean, if you think about the meat, they had to hunt it, they had to kill it, they had to find it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) not an easy task. Um, 
but so our ancestors ate plant-based foods and I mean survived on that just fine and actually they were some of the healthiest I mean if you look if you look at um research that you know showed um what's the word I'm looking for oh my gosh it's the rain I'm gonna blame it on the rain my brain is (laughs) blame it on the rain I know but (laughs) research shows how healthy these ancestors were and if you would take it to tribes that you can find in other parts of the world that eat predominantly um, plant-based they are extremely healthy Mm -hmm. Mm heart-wise so again if they're thriving and surviving on plant-based foods now I'm not telling you to go plant-based and not eat meat or not eat fat I'm telling you that carbs, there's something obviously good about them. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, how would they be thriving? If you take, um, so one of the longest living populations, and maybe you heard this, it was, oh my gosh, I can't remember how many years ago there was a big article on it, but it was talking about one of the longest living populations in the world. Mm -hmm. And it was out of a town called Okinawa. Mm-hmm. in Japan and their their um, people were living over a hundred years old I want to say at the time the oldest living person was about 108 mm. I I could I could be wrong it was a long time ago um, but they have a 40 percent greater chance of living past 100 than most other cultures in Japan and their diets or predominantly plant-based carbs. Um, Actually, it's like a 10 to 1 carb to protein ratio is is their diet. Mm. So they're living long, healthy lives on mostly carbs. Yeah. So it just, it makes your brain, okay, how bad can carbs really be? Right. Um, And a lot of people think, that removing gluten is something that they need to do in order to be healthy, to lose weight. And I'm here to tell you, for most people, that's BS. Um, mm-hmm. That the only time you should be removing gluten from your diet is if you have a gluten sensitivity, like you have something like celiac disease. And you'll know if you have it, um, because you'll have a serious adverse reaction right. to anything containing gluten. Um, like, like you need to be rushed to the hospital reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, gluten is not, is not the, the culprit. It's not the bad thing for you. It's the other ingredients that are t- I'm not saying that gluten's the most amazing thing, but if you're cutting it out because somebody told you to, because it'll help you lose weight, right? It's not true, right? Um, and when you find gluten-free products, like if you're eating a diet that doesn't contain gluten because the foods don't typically contain gluten, that's one thing. But if you're somebody that eats bread and or loves bread and you're getting gluten-free bread 
don't assume that that's healthy because they have to put something else in it to replace the gluten, Mm -hmm. which isn't always a healthy alternative. Right. So this goes back to past episodes where we've talked about reading your labels. Mm -hmm. But there's another instance where car that carbs are not bad for you. Right. Um, Cutting carbs does not improve athletic performance. Um, Actually, athletes perform better on higher uh, carb diet. Because if you think about that, that's your primary source of energy. It's like your main source of fuel. Just as if you were to put fuel in a car, okay, without gasoline, it can't run. Mm-hmm. It can't run efficiently. Um, now, there's other things you can put in your tank that will make it run, but it's not going to run right. Right. And that's the same thing with carbs. Like, in order for athletes, because they need more carbs than the traditional person. They're mm-hmm. going to be a, a, a higher need for it. Um, and you've, I'm sure you've heard of people, athletes, carb loading the night before mm-hmm. a, an event. Mm-hmm. Well, they're building it. Because carbs, what do they do? They give you energy. Right. Essentially. Um, and so they're giving themselves that extra boost of energy they need in order to be efficient in whatever sport they're doing. Mm -hmm. So when you cut back carbs, you're cutting back your energy levels and you're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to go as long. Right. You're not going to have that explosive power that you need in order to win, you know, that, that race or, you know, um, lift all of that weight or mm-hmm. whatever it is your, your sport is. Mm-hmm. So these are just things to think about. Um, when people are saying, don't eat carbs, carbs are bad for you. Now, I talked about all of the facts about carbs, but I also want to talk about, okay, how, how is this information making us fat? How is mm. carb phobia making us fat? Because people are afraid of carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one of the ways is, you know, you find all those low fat, fat free, or I'm sorry, low carb, sugar free items on the shelf. And you assume they're good because they don't have sugar. So they have limited amount of carbs um, or they're low carb. They're labeled that way. And so you just automatically assume they're good for you. Well, Going back to the bread, if it's something that typically should contain a certain level of carbs and they're saying it's low carb, they're cutting that somewhere. So they're putting something in place of it. Right. Um, so take, for example, soda. You've got your regular soda and you've got your diet soda. Mm-hmm. Diet soda, they use sugar alternatives basically they use um chemicals mm-hmm. to replace the na- the sugar that you would get from a regular soda well those sugar substitutes actually can cause you to gain weight mm-hmm. i mean they're chemicals that they're putting inside your body your body doesn't recognize that they don't know what to do with that they can't well, process it 
I, I don't, to be fair, I don't think that the, it's not the chemicals that are causing you to gain weight. It's that the chemicals make you crave more crap, right? which right. leads to more consumption, which leads to a surplus of calories. Right. Yeah, it's, not so, the, it's not the chemicals alone, right? It's what no, they do it's, to you. It's what they do to you. They, your body doesn't know what to do with them and it doesn't right. satisfy your original desire, which is to have that sugar-filled Coke. Right. So, yeah, your body just naturally, and eventually you will, you know, get that soda or you'll find something in place of it to get that will satisfy that sweet tooth. Right. And those chemicals can be extremely harmful to your health. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole other topic. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's one way is, you know, you're, you're never fully satisfied. And so you're going to keep eating, keep eating, keep eating until you are. And you'll never get that way because you're eating all of these things that are substitutions for what you should really be mm-hmm. eating. Um, and next thing, you know, you deprive, again, going back to using the substitutes, deprive ourselves and eventually we end up overindulging. Mm-hmm. Or we just give up because, you know, those low-carb diets, they may sound great and you, they may promise you the world. They're like, oh, yeah, you're going to lose so much weight. You're going to feel so good. But they're just not sustainable because every single event you go to is pretty much centered around food. Right. And what do they all include? They all include carbs. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be told that you can't have carbs. Like, you're going to be miserable. Right. And eventually you're going to fall off the wagon and you're not going to be able to get back on. Yep. The wagon's going to run you over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Move out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important to whatever approach, nutritional approach, plan you're looking at, you have to look at it long term. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could go low carb, but is this something that I could do for the rest of life? Now, some people, they thrive on low carb. Right, They could do it for the rest of their lives and be rock stars at it because mm-hmm. that's how they're genetically made or that's, you know, the taste, um, not taste, but that's what, how they've acquired, what they've acquired over time. Mm-hmm. You know, their desire for food is just like, they don't really care to have carbs. Like right. my, my uncle, he is a meat guy. Like, mm-hmm. he would be fine if you just slap some steak in front of him and he'd eat that <laughs> every day of the week. Now, he does like a potato from time to time. But mm-hmm. honestly, if you just had steak and bacon ready for him, he'd be happy. Yeah. So there are some people that are just like that. And that's, that's you know, good for them. But right. not everybody's wired that way. Right. So you have to find something that's suitable for you. And Mm -hmm. for most people, low carb is not. Yeah. And then it messes with your metabolism. And we talked about this a lot in the last um, podcast episode and we talked about in previous ones. But it is so important for you to maintain a healthy metabolism Mm -hmm. because 
if your metabolism is not at the right pace with your goals, you will never be able to get that weight off or build that muscle or whatever your goals are. Right. It's, it's just so, so important. So that's how carb phobia is making us stop. We're just so afraid of it that we're turning to all these different alternatives that are not a better alternative. Yep. Like, honestly, if you would have just stayed on the path that you were on originally, you'd probably be better off than, you know, trying out keto for a couple months. And again, Mm -hmm. I'm not like knocking keto. Some people it really works for, but the majority it doesn't because it's not sustainable. Right. And it severely cuts your carb intake. Yep. So it's just, again, something that you have to be mindful of. And know that not carbs are in the long run, carbs are not bad. They're actually very good for you. There are some better choices than others, but mm-hmm. it's something that should be included in your diet. Now, how much, of course, that's gonna depend on each individual. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. I mean, we, absolutely. we talk about it all the time. Now there is a recommendation of forty-five to sixty-five percent of your total caloric, um, daily caloric intake. Mm-hmm. But again, that's going to depend. Are you an athlete? Are, are you somebody that suffers from health issues? Do you have like mm-hmm. diabetes or cancer or heart disease? Your carb intake will fluctuate there as well. Are you mm-hmm. somebody older? Are you somebody younger? But between 45 and 65% is a good range for you know, the average person. Right. So, um, do you have anything you would like to add since I've been running my mouth? Um, no, I mean, again, it's just such an individual thing. Uh, another reason why you may dive into a lower carb is maybe you've got some serious inflammation going on mm-hmm. and carbs are a good thing to kind of pull back on and reintroduce and see what you've got going on. Um, but again, you know, don't just like with any other type of diet, don't just completely remove a macronutrient. Mm -hmm. Um, you may thrive on a lower carb compared to me, right? You may Mm -hmm. just feel better, perform better. You've got less inflammation and that's great. So again, just listen to your body. Our bodies Mm -hmm. are very good at telling us exactly what they need. We just have done a very good job of ignoring it. Um, and I think that's where the biggest struggle is for most people is they don't know how to listen to their bodies. Mm-hmm. We've gotten so out of tune with our bodies that we just, we don't know how to listen to them anymore. And that's where it's really good. Like you've said in the past to journal, to track, mm-hmm. you know, th- the foods that you're eating and you know, how you're reacting, it's going to be a longer process, mm-hmm. but it'll pay off. In the, I mean, Okay. So you're talking maybe six months to a year of your life versus the next 20 to 30 years of your life mm-hmm. going back and forth and struggling. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, you got to choose you. Yeah. You can make the hard choices now and save yourself a whole lot of pain down the road, or mm-hmm. you can just be lazy now and then constantly be on the struggle bus, you know, for the rest of your life. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's a slow going process, but it is, 
it it is worth it to figure out what works best for you yeah I mean, I wish there was like a magic wand we could wave and be like, poof, like, here is your plan. Here's your nutrition plan. Go forth, my child. But girl, we would be rich. I know, right? We should, we (laughs) should really find, maybe there's an app for that. I'm just kidding. We'll figure that out. But um, no, seriously, like you have to be in tune with your body. You have to learn how to listen to your body. And like Bree said, you have to you know, you, you may have to cut out certain carbs that lead to inflammation because everybody's body is different. I'm not saying you should eat all the carbs 24 seven, um, and just ignore the rest of the food. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying you should not cut out carbs altogether. Carbs are not, or extremely restrict carbs either. Mm Mm-hmm. What your plan looks like is going to be different than mine, but at the end of the day, we still should not be cutting out because a lot of the vitamins that our bodies need to thrive come from carbs, from plant-based foods that we can't get from other foods. Mm -hmm. And if we don't have those, we're going to be, our bodies are going to shut down at some point. Agreed, sister. So, all right. Um, well, do you have anything else you would like to close with? I I do not at this time. I actually don't. No. Um, you know, as per usual, if you guys have any other questions, you can hit us up on our Facebook page. And, um, yeah. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. And in closing, don't be scared of carbs. <laughs> yes. Eat the carbs. Carbs are good. Carbs are our friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you wouldn't just write off your friend. No, well. At least I hope not. Yeah, but <laughs> That's a different podcast topic. But yeah, no, eat the carbs. Carbs are good. Carbs are good. <laughs> All right, friend. Girl. Check you later. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree, or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time.